This is an IELTS Energy podcast, episode 102. To integrate or not to integrate? That is the question. You are listening to the IELTS Energy podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Get started with our seven easy steps to a seven or higher at allearsenglish.com slash S-E-V-E-N. Now, let's get to the show. Today, we are lucky to have Jamie Miller back on the show for episode two in a three-part series. Jamie is a TOEFL expert and is the founder of English Success Academy, where she helps students reach their target TOEFL scores with customized study plans. Let's welcome Jamie. In today's IELTS Energy episode, we are going to talk about the differences on the writing test between IELTS and TOEFL, how is it integrated, what is integrated, and what the heck do they want you to do? Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey guys, so we are um, welcoming back Jamie Miller today. We're in our part two of the series comparing TOEFL and IELTS, and today is a huge topic. So listeners, I'm just warning you, we are not going to talk about everything today in the differences between writing, because there's so much to say, but we are going to do our best. So Jamie, welcome back. How are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, fantastic. It's a beautiful, sunny day here in Portland. And you're, nice. are you in London? I know you're in I England. am in London right now, yeah. Okay. And it's it's uh, pretty sunny right now. <laughs> you sound, <laughs> There's you sound a few doubtful. clouds. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's all right. It's actually probably pretty similar in general to the Portland weather, because I lived I in so. Portland for four years. So. Oh, really? No way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I went awesome. to university there, so. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I love the city. I love living in Portland. It, it suits me. For sure. Okay. It's lots of um, fun. So today we're talking about the writing test. Now, this is this is massively different. I mean, in the last episode, I told you guys that um, I did try to teach TOEFL for a little bit because that was just the first job I got right, when we moved here. Um, and the it's it's way different for for me. Just from like a, a teaching standpoint, it's. The IELTS writing is more straightforward to teach. Like there are fewer, uh, things to get hung up on. There are fewer, there are fewer tasks on the writing test. Cause what I'm thinking of here is the integrated question in TOEFL. Can, can you describe that, Jamie? What, what happens there? Yeah. Sure. So there are basically two different types of tasks for writing. So you do two separate essays, mm -hmm. one after the other. And the first one is what they call the integrated task. And how do you want me to talk about timing or do you want me to talk about well, what you have to do? what's required of you? I mean, there's some right. listening, okay. there's some reading. Yeah. Like yeah. So 
the the purpose of the integrated task is to find out if you can read something from a textbook mm-hmm. and then listen to something that's like a lecture and then write a summary of that argument, basically. So oh it's modeled on what you have to do in a university sure. setting. So if you're getting a master's or a PhD or going for a bachelor's, you would need to write about academic topics. So they show you a reading passage. And Mm -hmm. usually at this point now, they change it a little bit, but now it's about four or five paragraphs. Mm -hmm. And you have three minutes to read it and you can take some notes about what the topics are. Uh Um, But it's just to get the main idea. And truthfully, honestly, it's not that difficult. I would say that the level of the reading passage there is a bit easier than like the actual reading section yeah, of the I would test. Hope so. <laughs> and then after you take your notes on that, you uh-huh. go to the listening section and you, uh, and then the a professor talks about the same topic, but then right. typically it's a debate, you know. So okay. I'm giving a really simple silly example, but it'd be like the author says that chocolate is, you know, killing people and it's really dangerous and none of us should eat chocolate. No! Yeah. And then the lecturer and the professor is talking about how actually chocolate has health benefits and there okay. are antioxidants and blah, blah, blah. And then your goal as the student is to write about the similarities or the differences in the arguments and how they disagree with each other. Is how often would you say it's a debate like that? Like how of, how often are they presenting different points of view? Uh most of the time. Okay. Yeah, sometimes right. sometimes it's about similarities, but yeah, typically it's the differences. Because okay. most of the time in academic circles like you know, scholars don't agree with each other. Like one of group of people thinks this thing and then somebody, you know, everywhere in life, there are these big debates. And so what they're testing is your ability to talk about a right. debate. So, yeah, I could definitely see how that is a valid preparation for the eventual research that students are going to have to do and the analyzing of that research. But in task one, it, are they supposed to, are students supposed to give their own opinions about this? No, or no. Only in the present? integrated task. Yeah. In the integrated yeah. task, you shouldn't give any opinions. Yeah. And, okay. and that's actually a common mistake where sometimes yeah. students lose some points. They add something like, and I think, or yeah. this is clearly true, you know, or they're adding something that sounds like an opinion and that can bring their score down. So they do lose points if they give their opinion. Well, yeah, because the, oh, okay. the, the prompt the prompt is not asking for their opinion when right. they need to summarize the debate. Yeah, it's just asking what does the writer think, what does the speaker think. That basically. happens. I mean, in- that, that's actually not the question prompt, right. but it's basically <laughs> that's nice, basically what they. I know, yeah, it's not quite um, like that, but yeah, that, that happens in IELTS Task One. Also, um, it's. It's a very different task. It's nothing hmm. like that, but I think it's it's approaching the same purpose, you know, asking hmm. a student to analyze information. So in IELTS task one, they're given a graph, they're given um, a, a diagram of numbers, and then they have to analyze the similarities and differences. So it's... Ultimately, it's at, it has the same purpose. It's trying to elicit the same language, the same functions, the same, um, the, the same way that they're thinking about the information. So I think ultimately it's asking them to do similar things, but very different ways, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because there's no graphs or charts. Yeah. It's just right. a paragraph, but it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it sounds absolutely like a valid way to, to test it because these yeah. are really important skills, you know, if 
you're going to go to university. Like you have yeah. to be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, and the and writing task one on IELTS is 150 words, and they should do this in about 20 minutes. Is that similar for TOEFL? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yes and no. Yeah, they have 20 minutes to write their essay. Uh, interestingly, this you asked a little bit about the scoring situation. If students just write 150 words on the integrated task, they're also going to be limiting their scores. Um, because usually students who have very advanced levels of English can mm-hmm. easily write much more than 150 words sure. in 20 minutes. So if you write more like, I'd say at least 275, more like 300, 320 words, oh, that's wow. a range where, I mean, because it depends on the student. Like, you can explain the debate. In mm-hmm. about 150 words, but there's yeah. a lot of detail as well that sure. if you're able to explain the detail and you can prove that you heard certain things, yeah. that you really understood those finer points, then that's a way for you to maximize your score on that section. So by writing okay. more, you're demonstrating that you really understood it on a different level. That's interesting because on IELTS, there there is no benefit to writing more than 150 words. Like it will not help your score at all because there hmm. are, uh, there are so few points that you have to talk about that you really can't write a hundred more than 150 words yeah. usually. Yeah. yeah. Well, so it does sound very different. Yeah. If students, if students write more than 150 words, what happens is they are actually including things they don't have to. They are putting in information, maybe their own opinion. Maybe they're putting in information that is not important, just like some numbers that don't really matter. And then they're mm. actually going to lose points because in order to get a high score for the task achievement, task response category, um, they have to be able to identify identify the most important points, right? Mm. So if they have too much in there, then that shows they're unable to choose the most important things, you know? Interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's task one. And of course, another big difference is they have to type, right? Whereas on, on IELTS, they're just writing by hand. So um, uh, that's, yes. that's a pretty That's a huge difference. difference. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Today, we're talking about the differences between the TOEFL and the IELTS exam. But if you are taking the IELTS exam this summer or fall and you have no time to waste, you might want to try our course, the Three Keys IELTS Success System. We give you the strategies, the study plan and the professional support that you need to get your seven or higher. Your first three days are only a dollar. So check it out, guys. Go to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com. task two, I think we're entering into similar territory here. This sort of classic, you know, argument essay or opinion essay type thing. Is that is that right for, yeah, for TOEFL? This, yep. The second task is an opinion essay. Okay. And the questions are um, on IELTS. It's the questions always look the same on IELTS. You know, there are like two or three sentences that explain an opinion or two opinions, and then one sentence that tells you what essay to write. Like, um, you know, many people think that global warming is a serious uh, consideration these days, whereas some people think it's a falsehood. Um, to what extent do you agree or disagree? That's mm. sort of how IELTS phrases stuff. Does that sound like something TOEFL gives students? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's essentially the same thing. Yeah, sometimes okay. they ask more open-ended questions, um, you know, like a hypothetical, like, you know, if you had to do this, 
what would you do? How would you react? Uh, but often, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, it's, it's so the same. It I mean, it's, personal yeah, it's like basically, that. yeah, an opinion oh. essay, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of strange, actually. I mean, they, they ask quite a few different types. Um, and I've identified oh. that they're really, I guess what I would call three different styles of questions that okay. they ask. Um, yeah. So one of them is like the standard opinion style, like what you described for IELTS. And then mm-hmm. the other one is the kind of, hypothetical question that like is a little bit weird i mean even when i look at them i'm like seriously how would i answer that you know it's just like well that's how i felt about like ielts task one when i first started teaching it i'm looking at this like what how i've never written about a graph in my life like i studied linguistics i didn't like i didn't do this so yeah Yeah, (laughs) but i mean i guess if we're talking about statistics i don't know somewhere i guess it must have happened and i suppose that's the part of exam testing that is just a little bit weird you know you're proving that you know something but it doesn't always feel natural that's for sure (laughs) yeah like i see the end game i understand what they're trying to do but i just question the avenue sometimes yeah it's weird it can be a little weird you're not gonna elicit what you want to because the student has never done this before you know yeah Um, and i feel that way about one of the like when they ask these strange like hypothetical questions on the writing section of TOEFL I'm like that uh-huh. is such a weird question yeah but then the other one that they ask the third type is like a more complicated comparison um yeah so okay. but it's, it, I'd say it's basically the same I don't I don't know that there's a lot of difference there but maybe the word count might be since you're saying that I think that's I mean the what's the IELTS difference. yeah what's so- like the IELTS target IELTS is, um, you have to have at least 250 words. So I tell my students 250 to 280, um, which is not a lot. And, and you have, you know, about 40 minutes to do this mm. if you organize your time correctly. Um, which is, which is fine, which is totally handle, handleable, <laughs> if that's a word. Um, you and, just made one, but it's awesome. It works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's, you know, it's easy to plan for, to practice, to teach. It's just this classic four paragraph essay. You can hit all the points. You can hit everything IELTS requires of you in those four paragraphs can be met. Um, so it's, it's easy to prepare for, but I think you need more words for TOEFL, right? Um, well, again, it really depends on what your score target is, because okay. a lot of students come to me and they've kind of plateaued and hit the ceiling at about mm-hmm. 22 or 23 points. But what they need is like 24 or 25, something higher that's more competitive. Um, you know, so you can write in that range of like 250 to maybe just under 300 words. And, mm-hmm. and you know, you could get a score that's like 22 or 23 with that. But then if you need to break through and reach a higher score target, then writing more helps. Um, But that said, quality is really important. And I have seen students write like 600 words sometimes in 30 minutes, and it doesn't get them the score either. I mean, so they're they're not looking for like blah, 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 blah. You know, they're looking Mm -hmm. for a structured argument, like you said, a four paragraph essay. And it's very possible that they may actually be quite similar. Yeah. In their structure, Uh, because what I recommend to students is also to write a four paragraph essay in Mm -hmm. response to that, because there are ways that you you can uh, kind of like write things so that you're, like you said, hitting all the points and showing them that you can write a variety of types of sentences. So Right. Yeah. I think um, 
I think the the grading we're we're gonna get into in another episode because I mean I know there's so many things to talk about. So, yeah. So I mean you're mentioning these numbers and they honestly mean nothing to me. Like, I know. I, like a I know. Like I have no well, idea what that means. So yeah, we're it gonna is talk confusing. about the scores and what they mean and how they break down in another episode because that could be a whole episode by itself. And Definitely. I'm sure it's good for our listeners to review what that means for IELTS as well because um, students have to know what the examiners or the graders, what are they looking for? You have to mm-hmm. know that before you start your preparation or else, you know, maybe you're practicing wrong. Like you have to know what's expected. Totally. Of you. So yeah, so we'll get into that in um, in another episode. But okay. Um, thank you so much for all of your information about TOEFL today. Um, oh, and again, pleasure. like we just, we just touched on so many things as far as the writing exam goes. Um, and I'd like to get into like further exploration of these the, the differences in the question types for task two and maybe how to approach them. Cause I think there's going to be a lot of similarities in how we brainstorm and how we organize our information that could really cross over and, and be applied to both IELTS and TOEFL. So, um, yeah. So we'll get into that another time. Um, thanks again, Jamie and have a wonderful day. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.